Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition? Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Well, the election coming up. The little SEC swing state used to belong to one party that was a party of Tide. Not anymore. For the first time in 15 years, or right about 15, yeah, more like 14, right? You're on there. The conference that is known as the Southeastern Conference no longer is Crimson Red. It's a different red. It's Georgia Red now. The SEC no longer belongs to Alabama. So we're going to look at that. I'm going to tell you what that means, not only in the South, but across the landscape of college football. Also, this is going to be a record going forward, at least on this show in the month of November. We've been doing it a couple weeks now. Three weeks back, 22 teams. One loss or undefeated from the Power Five. Then it became 16. Then it became 13. Just three weeks after we did the 22, we're down to 11. 11 teams undefeated or one loss, and two of the undefeateds went bye-bye this past weekend. And we lost some one-loss teams into the two-loss range. So what does that mean? That means there's 13 teams with no losses or one loss that still have a chance to make the college football playoff in one two-loss team lurking, but I don't, I don't think they can get in there. So we're going we're gonna to look at that as well. Also, reports coming out today, San Diego State. On the verge of joining the Pac-12, if this is the move they're going to make, and San Diego and the LA vicinity, I get it's down south, but you know they're going to lose their LA teams, UCLA and USC. So this is a move to try to shore up that little area of the country. This is what they're going to do. Then they need to make a full-on blitz and go to 16. If this is the type of move they're going to make with San Diego State, why the Pac-12 needs to go to 16? Again, Harp on Sports, the Bar Podcast, Media, Audio, Radio Network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, Harpon Sports, Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports YouTube page under the bar, Harpon Sports, the Facebook page, and of course, HarponSports.com. Well, College Football Playoff Committee getting ready to announce their second volume. And what do we have the first volume? Tennessee goes bye-bye. They get beat. They'll drop out of the four, top four. Ohio State struggled. Of course, Georgia with the most impressive win in college football of the year. And what else do we have? Michigan takes care of business. Blake Corum moving his way up the Heisman rank. Hendon Hooker takes a step back. The Heisman Trophy is an entity in and of itself. But the way I look at it, what should happen now? What does happen because of drama reasons or whatever the committee wants to create? Narrative-wise, remember, none of these things matter until the end. This is what the top six should like, should look like. Number one, when it comes to the college football playoff committee, the n- number one should be Georgia. Number two, Michigan, Ohio State, two, three, however you want to do it. I'd go number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, number three, Ohio State, number four, TCU, number five, Tennessee, number six, Oregon. What Look, Oregon beats USC, Oregon beats UCLA. They're going to jump Tennessee. USC beats Oregon or UCLA then beats Oregon, they're going to jump Tennessee. So you put it in that position where they have to earn it a little bit. I'm interested to see what they end up doing when it's all said and done with 
LSU. I think that's the that's the curveball in all of this. And looking at it right now, remember, 22, three weeks ago, 16, two weeks ago, 13 a week ago, now we're down to 11. Two teams no longer in the national title hunt after this past weekend. Adios. See ya. To Alabama and Illinois. Those are the two that dropped from the 13-0 or one losses. Those had one losses. Now they're down to 11. And where do we stand? Well, we got some big ones coming up next weekend. Not this weekend, but next week when USC plays UCLA and Oregon plays Utah. This thing can really start to get whittled down to single digits. But you have one two-loss team in LSU lurking. But to me, here's where we are. There's still two. Look, you may not like it, but there's still... North Carolina and Clemson still have a shot at this thing. Now, they're on the low end of the totem pole. I've got them down there at 13 and 12 as a shot to get in here. LSU is the only two-loss team that's got a shot, even though you know Utah may be ahead of North Carolina and Clemson, but North Carolina and Clemson can still get in this thing before it's all said and done. I doubt it. North Carolina probably with a better shot. Um, but as long as Notre Dame keeps winning, Notre Dame knocks off Southern Cal at the end of the year. All of a sudden, that's not that bad of a loss, but they crush North Carolina and they crush Clemson. It's going to be tough for them in that scenario. But they're at the bottom. Um, then you get down into the other schools. Th- then I think you've got UCLA down there. You know, your three Pac-12 schools, UCLA, USC, Oregon. You know, Ole Miss is down there still lurking, but... If Ole Miss wins out, they're gonna they're gonna be in the playoff. If they don't, they won't. It, it's just that simple for a school like that. Tennessee, uh, they need help now. Tennessee just needs to win out and hope Georgia wins all their games. Georgia loses in the big or in the SEC championship. Tennessee will be done. Tennessee will be cooked. And LSU still the wild card in all this. There, LSU still the wild card in all this. I, I'll you know if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship, they're probably both gonna go. Bama takes care of Ole Miss this weekend. We'll be down to 10. Somebody else, there's going to be two of these teams that go bye-bye every single week. So, you know, Clemson, North Carolina, TCU, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, Georgia, Ole Miss, and then UCLA, USC, and Oregon, and LSU's lurking. So when it's all done, when you got right into it, you got 12 teams that got a shot at this thing. You got three regular season weeks and a conference championship, and you've got 12 teams that have a legitimate shot at this. 11 with zero or one loss. And then LSU lurking with two. That's it. That's where we are. And again, Bama beats Ole Miss. There goes another one. And if you want to say Clemson and North Carolina, they're out. Okay, then if you want to play that game, then we are technically what? At nine right now. If you really think the ACC champ has no shot, then we're at nine. TCU, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, Georgia, Ole Miss, LSU. Although, we're, we're, we're going to be down to nine like that after this weekend. We'll be down to eight after this weekend. And then next weekend, UCA, USC and UCLA take on each other. That takes you down to seven. It's going to it's gonna go quick. Boom, boom, boom. Remember I told you if you want chaos, you want everybody to win, not everybody to lose. Everybody keeps losing. At least at the top. So that's how I look at the college football playoff as of right now. Speaking of college football playoff, Alabama losing the changing of the guard in the SEC is upon us. It's here. This conference now belongs to Georgia. And I went through and looked at the five major conferences. Who do they belong to? Whose conference is it? For the better part of the, like, LSU's won the conference at times. Auburn's won the conference at times. Georgia's won the conference at times. But it's been Alabama's conference. It's been Alabama's conference since, you know, gosh, who was it? Greg McElroy, right? It's been Alabama's conference since Greg McElroy beat Tim Tebow and ended that reign. It's been Alabama's conference. Other teams have won it, but it's belonged to them. Not anymore. Now it's Georgia's. The SEC now belongs to Georgia. 
The West still belongs to Alabama, but think where you are in the SEC, especially if Lane Kiffin can take care of business. Remember, this was the Alabama team that was supposed to be better. This was the Alabama team that was supposed to be better than the team from two years ago. Last year, it's like, last year's a rebuilding. This year, they're going to be on fire. Go back and look at all the preseason predictions, how red hot they were. Do you realize Alabama could end up finishing third in the West? Yikes. Yikes. Alabama could end up third in the West. Yeah, I know, right? So, you know, if they beat Ole Miss, okay, it's still salvageable. But to lose to Brian Kelly in year one, right? To lose to Tennessee and Josh Heupel in year two. And look, the transfer portal and NILs, it's not Nick Saban's bag. It's not how he does things. He doesn't like it. I look at Nick Saban kind of like where Krzyzewski and Roy Williams were at the end, that they kind of look around and go, you know what? Do I think Nick Saban's done? Not yet. Not yet. But he finishes 9-3 and three this year. And if he'd go to a bowl game and it wouldn't sizzle and the team wouldn't, let's say Alabama ends up in the Capital One Bowl and plays like Penn State and Penn State beats him, I wouldn't put it past Nick Saban to walk away. I wouldn't. 71, what, what, what? I do think if Nick Saban wins another national championship, he'll retire. I do. I think that I think that's what this season has done to him. So they're still elite. They're still a top. Come on. They're still one of the best programs in the country. Conference just doesn't belong to them anymore. I look around at college football. You know, the Pac-12s belong to Oregon for a little while now. They don't win it every year, but it's been Oregon's conference, hasn't it? I know Washington is flashed and Utah is flashed. There have been other programs that have come in here as of late and done some nice things in this conference. Here comes UCLA, USC. It hasn't hasn't been USC since old Pete Carroll left, has it? Really hasn't. This conference has kind of flirted for a while there. It was Stanford's, but for the better part of the last decade, it's been Oregon's. Oregon's, it's still their conference. But boy, oh boy, you see, if Southern Cal, if Southern Cal... In year one, Lincoln Riley. Think about this. If Southern Cal and Lincoln Riley in year one can win that sucker, kind of like a little bit with like Brian Kelly is doing at LSU. Think about if you can win in year one. Transfer portal on how quickly this thing can change now in college football. College basketball used to be the the, the, the sport where you can come in in year one. Boom, you can make an impact because you get two or three studs and here you go. Now college football is getting close to that. Not exactly, but the window... Oh boy, it's short. Bam, bam. You can flip it around like that now. It's all about finding the quarterback, right? Oregon found it. Bo Nix. USC's found it. These programs find their quarterback. Look, Dugan at TCU, you can find it. You can flip it around quickly. So just as I was watching this and looking at this, Oregon, Pac-12 belongs to Oregon. Georgia is not, the SEC is now Georgia's conference. The Big Ten has been Ohio State's conference for what? It's pretty much been Ohio State's conference for 15 years, hasn't it? Now, Michigan beats Ohio State last year in Ann Arbor. If Michigan can beat Ohio State in Columbus, then you can start to make the argument that this conference belongs to Michigan. You can. We're not there yet. It's still Ohio State's conference. So the Pac-12's Oregon. The SEC's now Georgia's. The Big Ten's Ohio State, but could we be seeing, like, Georgia takes it away from Alabama and the SEC? Could Michigan take it away from Ohio State and the Big Ten? And I look at... The ACC, that's still Clemson's. That conference is so, come on. 
when you're down 28 to nothing in South Bend to a Notre Dame team that we've all agreed is taking a step back. I mean, they boat raced. Jason Garrett had one of the funniest lines watching that game on Saturday night. He said, Clemson, oh boy, Clemson, that's enough. Clemson's had enough. Look at their front. They, they've, they're done. They've had enough. They've had enough of this. And just the way he said it, too, because they're getting beat up pretty bad. But think of the step they've taken back. And you're going to have, when it's all said and done, you're going to have 10-1, and one, or take that back. You're going to have 11-1 and one North Carolina against 11-1 and one Clemson for the ACC title, and both of the losses are to Notre Dame. That's pretty crazy when you think about it. But the way this conference has now set itself up, it's still Clemson's. North Carolina can win. It still belongs to Clemson. But it's almost like they're masquerading. Clemson now is it's like, they're not really what they are. They, they, Still got the uniform, but they're not there. Uh-uh. And consistent play quarterback. And the Big 12 doesn't have that guy. TCU is going to win the conference this year, but go back and look. Who won it last year? Baylor won it last year, right? So TCU wins it this year. Baylor won it last year. Who won it the year before? Iowa State. Go back through and look at the Big 12 and what it's done and, and trying to figure out who this conference belongs to. Now, look. It belonged to Oklahoma for the longest time. It did. It belonged to Oklahoma. But the Big 12 really belongs to nobody now. And with TC or with Oklahoma and Oklahoma State or Oklahoma and Texas leaving, I, who knows what this conference is going to end up looking like. But the Big 12 really doesn't belong to anybody. TC is going to win it, but it's nobody's conference. So there you go. And I'll tell you what Alabama is now. Alabama is now Jordan Spieth. Alabama's football program has become Jordan Spieth. Boy, they're there. They're good. They're right there, but they never seem to win it. That's what Alabama, That's where Alabama's going. Alabama football is about to become Jordan Spieth. But they're there all the time. They just don't. Uh, boy, used to win all the time, but uh, Rory McIlroy. God, used to win all the time, but no more. So that's where they're headed. College football heavy today, right? So that's how I look at that. I'm trying to look around. By the way. Think about what, I mean, I talk about Saban walking away and what we're at this sport. Think about what basketball, lost Roy Williams, lost Krzyzewski, Bayheim's going to be leaving. It, it is the sport starts to, those, those guys start to leave. Those, for lack of a better term, those dinosaurs that have been around forever, that have been extremely successful, start to leave. Year one, TCU, Sonny Dykes. Year one, LSU, Brian Kelly. Look at Oregon in year one. Look at Lincoln Riley in, at Southern Cal in year one. Think about what these guys, those are four coaches that are national title contenders all in year one. Lane Kiffin, one loss in year three. Um, look, Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh have been around for a while now. Uh, Chip Kelly in year, what, four at UCLA's year four out there now? It, it's amazing. Tennessee, Josh Heupel, year two. It's amazing. Half these guys in college football are in contention this year and they're in the, within the last three years or the first three years at the helm. So it, it, it's moving quick, moving quick. Okay, one to wrap with this. It looks like the Pac-12 about ready to add San Diego State, bring them into the fold, and I get it. Look, San Diego's a big market. It's right next door to L.A. They're losing two L.A. teams. They want to keep Southern California entrenched. You got Northern California right with Cal and Stanford. They've got that taken care of. They don't have anything in Southern California. I get why they added San Diego State. You bet I get why they did it. So the Pac-12 going down to 10 with the loss of UCLA and USC. They had San Diego State 11. Who's the next one? Well, if they're going to go the San Diego State route, you look at that map and see, you know, Fresno State, Boise State, man, you don't really need to go north. There's nothing really up there north for you. There's not. If I in the Pac-12, the next one I add UNLV. Look, if you're going to add San Diego State 
and you want to bring Southern California. I, I don't get why nobody's added UNLV. Like, like San Diego State's football program runs circles around UNLV. Look, Marshall Falk hasn't played there for 30 years, right? San Diego State was something with Marshall Falk there. And I know they've got a new stadium. It's in San Diego. It's beautiful. I get all that. They're the second biggest thing in town outside of the Padres now that the Chargers are gone. But if I am, uh, look, if I'm the Pac-12, if you add San Diego State, then UNLV's got to be next, right? Vegas, what they just did, the Raiders' new stadium, it's an Allegiant Stadium, and and you look at what they've done with the with the Knights, and you know the NBA's coming. The A's are moving from Oakland. If if you are the Pac-12, you've got to get your hands on Vegas. You got to get your hands on that market. If you don't, then the Big 12's going. Somebody's going to get their hands on that. So I think San Diego State. And then UNLV gets you back to 12, and then you start playing the game. And if I were the Pac-12, if it's good, San Diego State, then UNLV. Not adding, like, I'm not interested in Boise State. I'm not, not, those media markets don't do anything for me. And then I would go after what I consider the Big 12's Big Four. Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU. TCU gives me Dallas-Fort Worth. Oklahoma State. What I get still water, but I can I can pull Oklahoma City into that. It gives me a top thirty-five market. I can add Texas Tech. Lubbock really doesn't do anything for me, but it keeps me in Texas even more. And then Baylor. I mean, if you if you're the Pac-12 and you look at that map where you have Arizona, Arizona State, UNLV, and what you have with Colorado, when you get into that side of the Pac-12, and you know you you take a step down there and you look at you, you pull those four Texas schools into it, and you I mean then you've got a good north. Northwest Southwest balance and your conferences can actually be Northwest Southwest. You do eight and eight. You can, and if you're doing like, if, if this whole pod thing is like, Oh, where everybody's talking about the sec going to pods, then you can do that easily. Can't you think about what you could do with that? If really think about what you could do with that. If you were the PAC 12, you could do Washington, Washington state, Oregon, Oregon state. Pff, there's pod one. You can do a pod that consists of the four Texas schools. If really, when you get right to our, our Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, TCU, and Baylor, you could do a pod with what? You could do a pod with Arizona, San Diego State, Arizona State, and UNLV, and then you could do your last pod with Cal, Stanford, Utah, and Colorado. If you want to do four for four, that's what you do. So San Diego State to the Pac-12, UNLV's got to be next. Got to be next. Again, college football playoff, what it should be. One should be Georgia. Two should be Michigan. Three should be Ohio State. Four should be TCU. Five, Tennessee. Six, Oregon. And then, I, you know, you could put LSU 7 if you want to. And that's probably what they'll do. They'll probably put LSU 7. And then I get into and Then USC, UCLA. It doesn't matter. 8-9. One of those two teams is winning the next week. And it'll be interesting to see how that lays itself out. But that, that's what it should look like. Again, we're down to 11 teams that are undefeated have one loss. Those 11 are contention, plus LSU is a two-loss team that's still lurking. So there you go. Harpon Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe. Remember, at Harpon Sports, Twitter, at Harpon Sports, Instagram. Harpon Sports, Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Harpon Sports, the YouTube page, the bar, Harpon Sports, the Facebook page. And, of course, HarponSports.com. Changing of the guard. The SEC is no longer a crimson tie. It's no longer a crimson state. It's now a red state as it switches to Georgia red. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein.
Have fun with your friends.